Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. On the 12 days of treatments, the diet industry gave to us. Overeaters Anonymous. All right, you guys, we are doing a really fun review of all of the different treatments out there what works, what doesn't work. And we've got our incredible panel here of people who have experienced an incredible freedom, have had experience trying everything out there. And so you guys can learn from their experience and you don't have to spend 45 years doing thing after thing that doesn't work. Um, so we're super excited to launch into that. So we're going to talk about Overeaters Anonymous. Um, Overeaters Anonymous, let's talk about what it is. And then we're going to talk about like, you know, people's real experience with it. So Overeaters Anonymous um, is a sometimes free service. Like you can go to sort of like a free meeting and meet with other people that, um, see like overeating like food as an addiction and you can be able to talk and, um, you know, be able to connect with other people who are struggling the same way. Um, you know, you can usually find meetings like you know, wherever you live, they're very available and sort of the view of it is food as an addiction and sort of like, um, Alcoholics Anonymous. It's like, it's about ending an addiction and seeing food as an addiction. So what is, what is good about it? What is good about Overeaters Anonymous is that it is very available. So you can find it wherever you are. Um, it is free. So it's accessible to a lot of people and it, although it doesn't end the problem, it has and can save lives as in sometimes people just need a community and to know that they're not alone, which is a really important thing to have out there. Um, Overeaters Anonymous is very like integrated in our like culture and society, like people know about it. So that can be a good thing for people to like know that something is out there. Um, and so those are a couple of things. So with um, your your experience, I know that, you know, Jen, you've been in OA, Joanne, you've been in OA. Um, some of like the, the cons of Overeaters Anonymous is that it doesn't fix the problem. A lot of times it reinforces this identity of like, I am an addict. I'm going to be an addict for the rest of my life. Food is going to be my struggle forever. And although it's a good thing to have community together, um, one thing that works against people is that their community becomes dependent on having this struggle. So, well, what happens if I ever get better from this? Well, I don't have my people, I don't have my community. And not all groups would be this way, but there's a very strong common feeling of shame in it, of like you are accountable to somebody else and there's a lot of feelings of shame if you ever like aren't ab abstinent or you know um, eat a little bit of something you're not supposed to. So the restriction that it reinforces a lot of times drives up 
the eating disorder. And so it, it, a lot of times will make the problem worse, even though it can get people a community. Um, it has the potential to make the problem a lot worse because of the structure of overuse anonymous. So I would love to just hear like, what were the pros and cons um, for you guys who have actually ex like been in like that culture, experienced Overeaters Anonymous, like Jen, for you, what would you say were the pros and cons of that experience? Okay, um, I do have some of both. Um, about 60 years ago, I picked up a book about addictions and I flipped it over and it said something about resources for free stuff in town. So I found out that it it's pretty much like you would think of AA meetings, like on the movies that you see, you sit around and it's basically like a, hi, uh, my name is Jen. I'm an overeater, emotional eater, overeater, blah, blah, binge eater, everything. And then you, and then it's basically like a confessional. You do, you, you confess. I, I, the pros are, you do find out that that are, that you are not alone. There are people that struggle with the same stuff. So that was like the first thing where I was like, oh, well, thank God I'm not by myself. Um, but they give you a workbook and it's really the 12 steps, just like um, you, you have to do the work in a workbook and do, they want you to follow the 12 step program of everything. And I feel like I've done all of those in different ways through all of the counseling and life you know, self-help things that I've already done through all the years. So I don't feel like I needed to do all the 12 steps to fix my eating disorder. Um, so I, I tried it for about six months. I, I made a couple of friendships and bonded with people. So that was nice, but I do that anyway, wherever I go. Um, but yeah, it just, for me to do a workbook and try and come up with all these reasons and, and you know, dig deep on these like levels of everything in certain order that I don't think was relevant in my eating disorder that I created myself. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Jen. Like that's, um, really appreciate like your experience and for giving us a little overview of how that works. And that's totally you to make friends wherever you go. Like, like, yes, of course you make connections because that's what Jen does. So I just love it. That's really fun. Um, and one element that's important to understand is that um, shame and restriction perpetuates an eating disorder. So one structure in OA is like you have like a sponsor. Um, and a lot of times that creates a power, a, a feeling of powerlessness for oneself because it's like you're you're taking away the trust from yourself because you're depending on someone else. And with that pressure and accountability and um, the restriction that comes from that, a lot of times people will either, they'll be dishonest because of shame and like say they're doing okay when they're not doing okay, or they'll disconnect and they'll hide because they know they can't say that they've fallen off the wagon um, and, you know, have it be without shame, right? So there is a, a pattern of uh, powerlessness and lack of trust for oneself that a lot of times comes from those elements, which can be really hard as well. So thank you so much for sharing that. And Joanne, tell us a little bit about like, what were sort of some of the pros and cons of your experience with OA? Um, well, the, the pros were, yeah, the community, it, that was definitely a, um, and you know, just getting different tips, like, you know, if you're going to make a meal, for me, I'm not a cook, so I would depend on their frozen foods. And it's like, oh, they've already done the homework for me. 
So I don't have to figure out how much, you know, protein, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, an accountability, you know, weighing, you know, yourself or them weighing you. Um, the, The con for me was after, like, I knew I had a meeting that night, I would binge on everything I could because it's like, oh, it's like a free night for me. Yeah. So I, I, I just totally, you know, forgot the program. I'm saying, oh, I'm going to eat whatever I can. And then within the next couple of days, I will, you know, not eat so much. So when I weigh in again, hopefully I would have lost, you know, a pound or two. So, yeah. All right. Thank you so much for that, for sharing that. And that's how that cycle of restriction works. You guys, it's like, you know, a lot of people after they meet with their group or whatever, then their binging will be worse than ever. Cause it's like, okay, well then I've got to get it back together before the next one. So it actually turns into the cycle of the eating disorder. And just like briefly for you guys, like Joanne, why didn't, why do you feel that OA didn't fix your problem? Didn't help with ending your bulimia or showing you how to be free from it? Because I, I was dependent on what they were telling me instead of listening to my own self, you know, um, when, when you were saying with the brain, you know, I am in control. And when I went to that program, I said, okay, you're in control. Tell me what I need to eat. Tell me what I need to do. I'll do it. And that it didn't work. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for that. And Jen, why didn't like this method, this treatment um, end your struggle? There was no fixing everything that was going on in my brain. All the, the pattern and the monster I had created, there was no answer to that in this, that going to these meetings and confessing or, you know, counting how many days I have not overeaten and then starting over. And then, you know, they give you the chips. Like I've been, you know, I haven't emotionally overate for 30 days, like, and then give you the whole chip. Like that doesn't, then you have to start all over each time that you think, think that you overate. Who says you overate? You don't know whose definition of good food versus bad, bad food too much, you know, like everybody's got their own definition of what is normal and what's normal for some is not normal for others. And, you know, I don't know, just the whole, I don't know. None of it worked for me. That's all. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. no. And I can, I can really appreciate that. And, um, a lot of like with accountability, counting down like awards for being absent for so long, like um, it's a wagon to fall off of, right? So mm-hmm. it, again, it's part of the cycle that perpetuates it. So, all right. Thank you guys so much for like your real experiences. And that's awesome. And you guys, so that was our little review of Overeaters Anonymous and tune in for our next episode of the 12 days of treatments uh, for you to get like real information from real people who have really done it. So you can have that in your brain and you could make decisions for yourself. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. That's LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. 
where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!